الله وحده لا شريك له وأن محمدا عبده ورسوله لا إله إلا الله الواحد الأحد الفرد الصمد الذي لم يلد ولم يولد ولم يكن له كفوا أحد اللهم صل وسلم وبارك على سيدنا وحبيبنا محمد نبينا محمد الذي أرسلته بالهدى ودين الحق ليظهره على الدين كله وكفى بالله شهيدا الحمد لله ربنا لك الحمد أرسلته رحمة للعالمين We begin by praising and thanking Allah the one who deserves all prestige all awesomeness, all respect, all credit goes to Allah so we thank him and we put our trust in him and we believe in him and we rely upon him we ask, us to, we ask him to forgive us and we ask him to pardon our sins and to protect us from the evil that might come from ourselves and to protect us from the evil around us and Ya Allah, send peace and blessings upon our beloved messenger Muhammad who you have sent as the final messenger Ya Allah for to be a mercy for all the universe, for all of mankind and everything that lives until the day of judgment. Ameen. This is what Allah has said in Surah Al-Anbiya. وَمَا أَرْسَلْنَاكَ إِلَّا رَحْمَةً لِلْعَالَمِينَ We have not sent you except as nothing but mercy for the entire universe. Who's you? Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Allah is telling His Messenger, you're nothing but a mercy sallallahu alayhi wasallam. One of the very famous examples that we see this is the worst, most difficult day of his life. His wife Aisha asked him, remember the day of Uhud? Was that the hardest day of your life? He said, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he said, no. That was not the hardest day of my life. The hardest day of my life is when I went to Ta'if and they stoned me and they chased me throwing stones at me. Until his feet were bleeding so much that the sandals were stuck on his feet. And this is him telling his wife years later that that was the worst day. That day, Allah sent the angel of the mountains. Angel Jibreel came to Muhammad and says, the angel of the mountains is here, ready to crush them in between these two mountains for what they did to you. That is one of the prime examples of the mercy of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Oh, let them be. Let them be. Hopefully, maybe, people from their generations after them, their children or maybe their grandchildren, will become Muslims and will spread the word of Allah and the message of Allah and the religion of Allah. That was the mercy of the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. But the people around him didn't even see it. They wanted to kill him. They wanted to kick him out. They even harassed and killed some of the people who were following him. Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. There was one time, an old woman, she was carrying bags to go home. And Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he saw her and he asked her, How far do you live? Can I help you? Thank you very much. I live this far. And it was a far, it was a long way. He carried her bags all the way home. They didn't have a trunk in the car to put the groceries. So he carried them all the way home. And as they're going all the way home, she's telling him, you're such a good man. Thank you so much for helping me. Let me give you something very useful. 
good advice. There is this person in the city. He keeps telling lies to people. He keeps breaking families apart. Make sure that when you see him, you don't talk to him, you don't listen to him. His name is Muhammad. She didn't realize, she didn't even know what he looked like. She didn't realize that was him carrying her bags. Now, did he drop the bags and say, what are you talking about? No. He let her speak until all the way home. And he didn't even mention it to her that I am Prophet Muhammad. I am Muhammad wasallam. Until she asked, oh, thank you. And by the way, what is your name? That's when he said, I am Muhammad. What mercy. The lady, she felt so terrible for saying all these mean things about him. She didn't know who he was. She didn't know him personally, but people have been, had been saying so many evil things about him that she believed them. Once she got to know him, automatically, she felt so bad about it and she became Muslim. And you have people like this throughout his life. One man was taken as a prisoner to stay in Medina. This is years later. And after a few days, he told the Messenger of Allah wasallam. A few days ago, there was no place on earth I hated more than this place. There was no face on earth I hated more than your face. And there was no religion on earth I hated more than your religion. And today, there is no place on earth I love more than this place. And there is no face on earth I love more than your face. And there is no religion on earth that I love more than your religion. Just in a few days of meeting the Messenger وسلم, and the Sahaba around him. وَمَا أَرْسَلْنَاكَ إِلَّا رَحْمَةً لِلْعَالَمِينَ A mercy for the entire universe. How so? SubhanAllah. So like I said, the people didn't, they called him a liar. They called, they blamed him of causing evil in the society. To the point that he actually, Allah informed him that they had plotted to kill him. It was a well-plotted assassination attempt where a bunch of people would all come and kill him together so that the blame couldn't be put on one of them. Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. He had to leave. He had to leave Mecca. And if this was 1443 years ago, right now, the Messenger of Allah وسلم, was in Ghar Thawr. He stayed there for three days before he continued his hijrah. When he left Mecca, that day that Angel Jibreel informed him that they're about to assassinate you, time to pack your bags and go, he went to the house of Abu Bakr. Abu Bakr was ready to go. They went to the cave, Ghar Thawr, and they left the camels with a guide that they had hired and they stayed in the cave. This is the, this is the time of the year, the beginning of Rabi' al-Awwal. It's the time that the Messenger ﷺ started his hijrah to go to Medina. Rabi' al-Awwal, which is today is the first day of Rabi' al-Awwal. Rabi' al-Awwal is also the month that he was born ﷺ. Rabi'ah means the spring where everything comes alive. And Allah says He sent him as a mercy to the whole universe. And he was born in the month of Rabi'ah. And he moved from Mecca to Medina to establish the beautiful city Medina to Nabi, the city of the Messenger. Now he's a messenger of mercy for the entire universe. And if this is called the city of the Messenger, it's the city of the mercy for the entire universe. The month that he moved to establish that city Medina was the month of Rabi' al Awwal.
Then, when he came back to Mecca, because you know the story, he was kicked out of his hometown, he was forced to move away to Medina. After eight years of staying in Medina, now finally he becomes victorious in Mecca. That victory. There was no victory like it before, and there was no victory like it after. Because he's coming to the city of the people who killed his companions, killed his uncle, killed his friends, killed the people who followed him, and made life terrible for them. And because of their harm, his wife passed away, Khadija, and his uncle passed away. All of that, he's coming back to that place. Everywhere in the books of history that you look, when a nation or a group or a city conquers another city, they'll kill people. You see that in history all over the place. They fight and they kill people. Now the Messenger of Allah not only did he never kill any innocent people, children and women and the elderly, never, and his, and his Sahaba never killed any who wasn't fighting, but on top of that, when he came back to Mecca victorious, not a single person was harmed. He told them all, I will tell you today what Yusuf told his brothers. You can go free. No harm, nothing. As if nothing ever happened. Think about the amount of mercy it would take for you and I to be able to do that. Ya Rasulullah, Messenger of Mercy for the entire universe. Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And so the Sahaba, they knew. They knew they were holding on to a treasure. That's why they followed him. Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So when he passed away, also in the month of Rabi' al-Awwal. When he passed away, sallallahu alayhi wasallam, all the sahaba around him, they did everything they could to make sure that the entire world would know that he was a mercy to the universe. So when they went and conquered Jerusalem, same thing, no fighting. This was crazy for the people there. It was crazy. The generals in, in, in Jerusalem, they're like, what? When we came, we massacred everyone, and now you're going to come in and not harm anybody? Allah, this was the Khalifa Umar ibn al-Khattab following the example of the Messenger of Allah, the mercy to the universe, sallallahu alayhi wasallam. This is how Islam spread all the way to the eastern coast of China and then into Indonesia within a few hundred years. And all the way to the coast of the Atlantic and Morocco within a few hundred years. And yes, this is worth mentioning now. Because you have Columbus Day coming next Monday, right? Christopher Columbus was the first one to come back from America and say, I found a new land. But Muslims had been in America for maybe 400 years, if not at least a few hundred years. Hundreds of Muslims had traveled by sea and reached America, but they had not come back to claim, we found the new found land. The books of history say this very clearly. And these Muslims were Muslims who came out of that western end of Africa, the closest to America. From there, it was the kingdom of Mali, and it was uh, the, the, the name of the king was Mansa Abu Bakr, and then his brother, I believe, Mansa Musa, told the story about how he went across the sea with thousands of ships. Christopher Columbus, the boats, the two of the captains were Muslims. And the people who hired the crews were Muslims. 
and the people who purchased the books, the, the boats for him and equipped the boats for him were Muslims. They knew the map, they knew how to go there. And Christopher Columbus left Europe from the area that was Muslim for a thousand years before that. It's known as Andalus. You heard this word before, Andalus, right? Because the Muslims, from the beginning, as soon as the Messenger passed away, وسلم, they knew we have a mission to convey the mercy of the Messenger of Allah to the whole world. So wherever they came, the people were so happy to find the Muslims. When they came and conquered Egypt, or invaded Egypt, it wasn't an invasion. The Egyptian people were so happy to welcome them as the, as the new rulers instead of the oppressive rulers they had before that. Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So, let us all be inspired to follow the example of Rasulullah in every way that we can. Rahmatan Ameen. Alhamdulillah, Rabbana alaka alhamd, hadaytana, alhamdulillah aladhi hadana lihada, lihada, wa ma kunna linahtadiya lawla in hadana Allah. So what can we do in order to live the mercy of the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam? There are a few things that are a mercy to us. He's a mercy sallallahu alayhi wa sallam for the entire universe. How is he a mercy to us? When Angel Jibreel took Prophet Muhammad to Allah for a few instructions, and he received those few instructions, one of them was what? Pray 50 times a day. And you know the story. He went back, Musa, he met Musa. Musa told him, 50? Go back to Allah and ask if it can be reduced because I know these people and insan, this human being, he can't do 50 prayers a day. And then back and forth two times, it was reduced down to five. The Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam reduced it down to five daily prayers for us as a mercy. That is a mercy. The Salah that you have is a huge mercy. Modern day psychologists are saying people need time to meditate, people need time to think, people need spirituality. Some of the speakers have said, the 21st century will be spiritual or it will not be. In other words, the human, human beings are going to destroy themselves unless they turn to spirituality. And the Messenger of Allah وسلم, give us, through Allah of course, Allah gave us through Him the five salah that we do every day. This is your life thread. You can stay alive by doing your five salah every day. The salah is a mercy. Another thing that the Messenger gave us وسلم, is fasting. Same thing. Modern day science tells us the best way to be healthy, the best way to have a solid immune system so that you don't get sick is to fast. I'm saying the best way, one of the best ways. And they find that the fasting of the Messenger of Allah وسلم, was the best way to fast. A few days a week, Monday, Thursday, and then the whole month of Ramadan. Fasting is a mercy for our body. We don't like it because we don't get to eat or drink for the whole day. So that's why I'm, I'm sharing these things with you. Because you have to realize that the Salah, even though you might get lazy and you don't want to go to Salah, it's a mercy for you. It's nothing but good for you. 
and the fasting that is hard, especially in the month of Ramadan, there is nothing else than good in it for you because Nothing but mercy. Everything that the Messenger of Allah brought for us is nothing but mercy. None of it is going to harm you. SubhanAllah. The Messenger of Allah also like I explained, he made sure that in his interactions with all people, he was never unfair and he was kind to all people around him. So as a result, the different communities of Jewish people, non-Muslim people, Christian people who were around the Messenger of Allah for the first time in history, they had a peace treaty, they had a constitution that they're safe, that they're going to protect each other. And as a result, you, know, you might know this part of history where Germany killed a lot of Jewish people. Well, Muslims in that Second World War, Muslims saved thousands of Jews because of the respect that they, they followed the Messenger of Allah's example in respecting people of other backgrounds and other faiths. That is the mercy of the Messenger of Allah So students, when it's time to pray, there's nothing else but good in it for you. For you. Salah is prescribed for you. It is good for you. Come to the musalla, come to the gym. Pray sunnah. That's the best thing for you. Everything the Messenger of Allah gave you وسلم, is the best thing for you. Anyway, when it comes time to fast, Ramadan, fast. fast with a happy heart. This is the best for you. This is a gift from Allah and His Messenger that you get to pray and you get to fast. SubhanAllah. I teach a class in the evening every Monday and Thursday. So I try my best to fast every Monday and Thursday. It's very important to keep up and give life to the sunnah of the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allahumma ja'alna min al-sa'imeen, Allahumma ja'alna min al-muqimeen al-salah. Allah make us from among the people who fast regularly as much as we can, ameen, and make us among the ones who care so much about the salah that we rush to salah and we are on time for salah and we take care of our salah and stand upright in our salah, ameen. رَبَّنَا وَآتِنَا فِي الدُّنْيَا حَسَنَةً وَفِي الْآخِرَةِ حَسَنَةً وَقِنَا عَذَابَ النَّارِ رَبَّنَا صَلِّ اللَّهُمَّ عَلَى سَيِّدِنَا وَحَبِيبِنَا مُحَمَّدْ وَعَلَى آلِهِ وَأَصْحَابِهِ أَجْمَعِينَ رَبَّنَا أَوْزِعْنَا أَنْ نَشْكُرَ نِعْمَتَكَ الَّتِي أَنْعَمْتَ عَلَيْنَا وَعَلَى وَالِدِينَا وَأَنْ نَعْمَلَ صَالِحًا تَرْضَاهُ وَأَدْخِلْنَا بِرَحْمَتِكَ فِي عِبَادِكَ الصَّالِحِينَ وَأَقِمِ الصَّلَاةَ